We have a special guest, creator of the YouTube channel, Real World Tactical, and now the Warrior Alliance NFT project. We have Tony here with us. Tony, welcome. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into NFTs? What made you decide to go this route? I know you're kind of talking to a whole bunch of different types of social media, but what made you dive be first into NFTs? So, uh, just so I, if you notice on my Twitter, it's Tony Stumpman. It's not Real World Tactical. I dove into this space trying to be me, not my brand, right? Um, I come from the a law enforcement military background, and I retired back in 2016. I was born, born and raised in Miami, Florida, sunny Florida. And um, when I retired in 2016, I started a company called Real World Tactical. It was uh, firearms training, tactical training for self-defense, uh, combatives training, uh, physical, mixed martial arts, and uh, fitness. I've been a strength conditioning coach for over 20 plus years, um, been doing it for a long time. And I wanted to kind of integrate uh, my brand, Real World Tactical, as an all-encompassing triangular integration of all three things, right? Uh, I retired in 2016, started social media, started promoting my company with the fitness and the tactical and everything all together. And I ended up now where I am today, which is too many... Two million plus followers on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube put together. I lost one of my pages on Facebook because of all the gun stuff, uh, which would have had like another 600, 700,000 followers as well. But I built that whole brand. Took me, I don't know, close to a decade to build it. I also own a gym down here in Miami, Florida called KO Zone uh, Real World Strength and Fitness, 13,000 square foot facility. Uh, which has everything. It's two floors. Uh, second floor is all MMA, mixed martial arts, and first floor is all fitness stuff, right? Um, got four different businesses that I was able to build from absolutely nothing myself with my own money. I owe nobody any money at all. And I've been busting my ass for the last decade, right? To work from that into now what we call the crypto and NFT world, I've been in crypto for about a year, year and a half or so. And I have a buddy of mine, his name is Chris Matz. He's a big NFT guy. We've been working together on a couple of different projects, more on my fitness side. And he approached me a couple of months ago, a few months ago, about NFTs. And I had no idea what they were. Oh, one thing I almost forgot to tell you, um, and I and it's referenced this. I am uh, a character in Call of Duty. Uh, they know me as Lurch. Um, I have a pretty big gaming uh, following because of that. Uh, 2019, um, Infinity Ward approached me to do a collaboration and a partnership, and I ended up being like their main character for season five. Uh, Lurch, I was Shadow Company, the team leader for Shadow Company, and I've been in integrated into the gaming world ever since 2019. It did, and why I want to bring this up is being a character in a video game that has 100 million players in it, or is considered one of the biggest games in the world, uh, did change my brand, my demographic, and pretty much my life, right? Uh, I was able to reach out to people that I never thought in a million years that I would re reach out to in this gaming world, this gaming community, because usually my demographic was more geared toward real-world stuff, nothing to do with the gaming. And when I was able to get and be on a game, I saw how it affected people. I saw how much, um, how can I say, when people would look at you, they would look at you differently, uh, Little kids, especially, you know, they, they looked at you as, man, you're a character. I never thought nothing of it in the beginning because it was just another job to me. And then I realized how much it meant to some people just being on a game. 
fast forward a couple years forward, NFTs come, come into light. My buddy Chris ends up telling me about the NFTs. He's a Neo Tokyo guy. Uh, he was a Neo Tokyo and then uh, Doge Pound. So he's big into the NFT community. I really wasn't because I had no idea what it was. Uh, I was too busy working, you know, doing my businesses and stuff. And he approached me. And when he approached me, I had to sit back, do some research, what NFTs were. And, and uh, what, if anything, if I could do or bring to the table, anything, right? One of the big things that I did get, and I'm sure everybody here has probably heard, is celebrities and influencers and, you know, all these people, they come in, they use their following, they push an NFT project, they make money and they bounce. Big cash grab. So when I first came in, I had to deal with that. And I, I'm still dealing with it till today. Um, so it's kind of almost, it was almost like a negative thing having a following on, on the other social medias because of all the negativity and the feedback that I got from a lot of people that have been in the space for the last like four or five months, right? So I've had to deal with that, almost proving myself <laughs> that my project is a legit project and, uh, and that it's not just a regular, another cash grab, right? So that's why I kind of, wanted to let everybody hear me actually come out, make sure my team was doxxed, I was doxxed, and I'm putting my entire reputation, everything that I've built for the last 10 years and my brand and integrating into this project. It's just not going to be another, oh, here's another, you know, 8,000 NFTs and let's make a, a seven figures in this bounce and then let the team deal with it and I don't have anything to do with it anymore. This actual collection is, is like my baby. I'm, I'm, building it from my brand. That's why it's called Warrior Alliance. And, and anyone that's been a member of, of my projects before, I have uh, a membership program, subscription program, online training that is called Warrior Alliance as well. Well, I saw how it affected me, right, um, being a character in a game. So I came back to Chris and I said, you know what would be really, really interesting would be if I was able to give that same opportunity to other people regular people that don't have a million followers on Twitch or don't have a million followers on YouTube and they can actually represent themselves in a video game. Like I was able to represent myself, my name, my, you know, everything. Right. And he's like, well, what do you mean? It's like, well, everybody else is building NFTs, just a regular mint. They get what they get. If it's rare, it's rare. If it's not, it's not. What if we're able to let people pick, let people pick their characters, certain attributes of their characters and then when they pick those characters, those are the characters that are going to play in the game. So they're going to be able to have some kind of personal connection, some kind of uh, representation of who they are. So we made, I made warriors that were all races, you know, made, uh, both genders, you know, everything, you know. So, you know, that's how it all started. And then it just started to grow and grow and the community started to get a lot tighter and a lot of mine. And I started realizing, okay. This is something different. This is this is a project that I have here, and and it's something that I've really got to put my my head around because I got to make sure it's done right, you know. So we ended up going with the if you own two legendaries, you end up getting a demigod. We took it a step farther, and I said, all right, if we're gonna do it, let's do it right. And I said, if you own a demigod, you you're claimable to a 3D rigged avatar in your image in your likeness, and you're gonna be able to play as yourself in our video game. And it will be a triple A game. It's not going to be like, you know, a shitty game. It's going to be, you know, if I'm going to do something, I might as well do it right. Not don't do it at all. You know what I'm saying? So that's where this whole yeah. thing stemmed from. You know what I mean? It all stemmed from that. And I was like, you know what? If, if I was had that opportunity, why not give it to other people? What's better than to have yourself and be 
being able to play a video game that you're able to make money on. You don't have to have, you don't have to be famous. You don't have to have a million followers on Twitch. You don't have to have a million followers on YouTube. You make money off the game and then it's you. And then at the end of the day, if you're top 20, top 30, we're going to end up doing a tournament for you and you can make another hundred, hundred fifty thousand dollars at the end of the year. You know what I'm saying? As you, whatever custom character you want, you know what I mean? So that's where this, this thing ended up being. And, and man, I mean, it's a lot of work. I'm not going to lie, but I, I'm in it. <laughs> I'm in it, man. Yeah, but when things when things are a little bit more difficult, they end up being more rewarding in the end. So. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I'm used to, I think, I, when I first started my company, we were tactical. I caught a lot of I caught a lot of heat because I was the first one to come out with a system that incorporated live fire training with combatives and, and self-defense. Nobody was doing that at that time. So I caught a lot of heat back then. And coming into this space, I don't know. I'm like a guy on these spaces learning every single day, learning what NFTs can do, learning what, the, what, what all these different things. So my team, we're literally, because my whole goal is to build a community and give them as much value as possible, right? Make them as much money as possible. And if you can have a, a core team that is, everybody's happy because their NFTs are valuable and they're making money and they're playing the game and they're making money while playing the game. Or if not, they're, they're, they're doing the training bureau where they have four or five NFTs and they're having people, they're renting their NFTs to people and they're making money off that end or whatever it may be that we're trying to do for them. Then you, 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 you succeeded, right? You have a core community and everyone's happy and everyone's making money. And at the end of the day, I think that's what it's all about. That's very cool. How, how big is the team that you have working on uh, the entire project? Our core team um, is probably eight, eight to nine guys. But I mean, in total, we probably have like 10, 12, 13 people. You know what I mean? Uh, and that's not, but that's not counting like the game dev, the game developer. The game developer is his own company. Uh, his name is Darren Copley, um, Tipping Toast Media. He's actually based out of here of Florida. He has like 60 something employees, but I don't consider them like part of the team, you know? That's his, his side, you know? His ordeal. Because he's the guy. Now that, I read. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I was reading on your Discord that you're doing a lot for charitable organizations, uh, specifically to try to end child trafficking. Yes. That's something that you're going it's to gonna be, We're going to try to do two things. Um, uh, I have some personal experience with uh, children in cancer, so I, I definitely want to go towards that route, um, St. Jude's Hospital type of ordeals. And then I've I've had some, in my past experiences, I've had a lot of things would happen down here in Miami as a law enforcement officer and stuff that I saw that were human trafficking and child trafficking. So we're going to try our best to start doing a lot of research and see which are the correct uh, charities that we can obviously give back to in that, in that sense. Um, I haven't decided on who I'm probably going to end up letting the community, you know, get like three or four of them, then let the community decide on who they want to give back to, you know, with the funds or whatever they may be. Um, I just want to make sure that it's, a legit company that actually gives back. Um, over my years of, of being an entrepreneur, I've worked with certain um, charities before and you end up giving money back or you end up giving money to them. And I know I realized that a lot of those organizations don't actually give the money back to the people. They keep a lot of the, a big percentage of it. And I don't want to give back to a company that's just going to take all the money and just keep it. They're not, And then we're not going to see any kind of real results, you know what I'm saying? I'd, Absolutely. I've been burned before, so I don't, I don't want to do that. So it's going to be a process for me to, to actually vet some of these um, companies and make sure that the money that we're giving is legit, you know? Gotcha. 
So what made you decide to make the game a third-person shooter as opposed to a first-person shooter? Um, the first, I, Call of Duty, obviously, I'm very integrated with Call of Duty. I'm very, like, how can I say, have a lot of ties with Call of Duty. So I kind of wanted to make the different the game a different. I didn't want to make it a first-person shooter Call of Duty type game um, just because of my ties. So there are certain things that I, I have chosen to pick about my game that are going to be different than Call of Duty. I don't want to go the same route because of my ties with them. You feel me? I got you. Do you, uh, do you Twitch stream? I do not. I do not. I do not Twitch stream. Um, I play video games. I am not a great video game player. I can tell you that by no means. Uh, I am the guy that usually gets killed in video games and usually survives in real life. Um, <laughs> that's my, uh, I've just been too busy. Um, but what I can tell you is that in that video game world, I talk to people every single day and I get their feedback and I hear from them and the, the complaining and the, this sucks and this is great and this is awesome. So that's something that I'm very fortunate I was able to do from the last couple of years is just talk to people every day that, that either use my character or just play different games, whether it's Fortnite, Call of Duty or whatever it may be, you know. All right. Um... Is the game going to have uh, both a PvP element and a storyline, or is yes. it going to be you fighting against other people? No, no, no. It's going to be an RPG PvP. Uh, we're probably going to start off because obviously you know that a AAA game takes years to build. A lot of people don't realize that. Um, usually a AAA, a full AAA, AAA game that is custom everything, custom worlds, custom levels, and all these things, takes around two years to two and a half years to build. The goal is to build a beta version um phase one playable pvp in eight months right and then from there graduate and build on that to phase two phase three phase four so at least in within eight months people are playing the game and making money uh and that's my goal you know and to have triple a functionality triple a graphics you know what i mean something that people can actually enjoy it's not going to be a shitty game so the whitelist is currently open to the public correct correct so we have a whitelist a public sale whitelist, and we, we have a private sale whitelist. So you guys are actually the first ones um, that I'm telling this to, but we've decided to go with the Genesis collection first. So we're doing like a stealth launch before we do the, the big launch. Um, it's probably, don't call me on how many NFTs it's going to be, but it's going to be anywhere between uh, 750 to 1,000 NFTs. They're all going to be legendaries. We want to take care of our core group of people that have been with us since the beginning. Um, you're going to be able to get your demigods from that first core Genesis launch. Um, and then we're going to build out from there. Uh, all the people that end up getting the legendaries and the demigods on this first Genesis collection, they're going to have as, uh, access and exclusive free. Let me say that. How do I, what's the best way to say this? Um, they're, they're going to be survival drop boxes that you're going to have access before anyone else. And they're going to be free mints of token, weapons, vehicles, and a plethora of things. So that's the goal. <laughs> I, I don't want to give too much away just yet, but summary. That's the summary of it. So pretty much right, so the, you want to get into the legendary, and then from the legendary you want to get a demigod. So you have your own code. The, yeah. the collection that you have is going to be broken down into four separate categories, right? You're going to have standard, premium, legendary, and demigods. Now, what is the 
price point differential between them? Have you decided what that's going to be? And um, also, if somebody, let's say, um, buys a standard, is there a way for them to in-game maybe upgrade it attribute-wise or something to that effect in order to make their character better? 100%. Um, yes. So standard is going to be just a regular mint, um, but you can still get a high-ranking NFT. Just because you get a standard doesn't mean that your NFT is not going to be high-ranking, meaning uh, it could be a lieutenant or a captain or whatever it may be, right? Your premium, you're going to be able to pick um, race and gender. And then your legendary, you'll be able to pick race, gender, faction, um, armor, and then an ability. If you get an, if you get a standard, and then once the game comes out and all that, you're going to be able to, and let me see is the best way that I can say this. Just because you get a standard doesn't mean that you're, you're going to stay a standard, okay? Because if you're a standard and you play the game six hours a day, for example, and you have a guy who's a legendary and he only plays the game one hour a day, your standard is going to be worth more in the game than his legendary will be worth. Because to play the game, you're going to have your abilities and your abilities are going to be tracked by how much you play the game and how many people you kill and so on and so forth. So it's kind of like you're a hunter, right? Uh, you hunt, the more you hunt, the more experience you get, the more abilities you get, the more things you get. That makes sense. And I think that's a lot fairer to people that are more dedicated to the project 100%. rather than just and spending more money or doing what they have to do in order to kind of, you know, the, the play to win element is kind of like uh, even, even there. So yeah. that's nice. And we're doing also where it's level comparisons, right? So if you have a guy, let's just say he reaches his characters, like all his abilities are all set up and he ends up re reaching level five, right? His character is a level five character. Um, he's going to be playing with level five to level seven. He's not going to be going against a guy, let's say somebody who just comes into the game right now, fresh, and his character is still like a level one. You know, um, I would never, you know, you can't do that because then the nobody's going to want to play a level one, right? Uh, everybody, they're going to realize they're going to get destroyed by all the level five and level six guys. So there's going to be some kind of measure there where we say, okay, these levels are available for these people. These levels are available for these people, right? I also, another big thing I talked with the game developers, I wanted to bring, since... NFTs and play to earn is so new um, that it hasn't really hit the masses yet. The the big influencers, the Twitchers, the, the guys who, who have that ma that influence on the masses, they haven't migrated over to a play to earn game yet. Uh, so we will be giving a free to play version of it, right? Where they're not going to have to worry about an NFT and all that type of stuff. And then if you play the game, you get good at the game, then you can go ahead and mint an NFT or buy one, you know, in the aftermarket, so on and so forth, you know? and then start playing with real crypto and uh, actually make money. Is the game going to be laid out in a fashion where you're going to have team members uh, in the PVP, or is it going to be like uh, every man for himself? And are you also going to integrate different types of games like uh, King of the Hill or Capture the Flag and stuff like that? I like the, the Battle Royale type stuff. I like that. Um, I like the uh, Escape from Tarkov type of mentality. Have you ever played that game, Escape from Tarkov? No, I don't believe so. Okay. Well, it's like looting, you know, uh, where you're in there and, if, if, you know, you're going to take, you're going to have a vault, right? This is the mentality of the vision that I have for the game. You have a vault. This is going to have your weapons, your cars, your vehicles, all your crypto, all your money. For this specific mission or when you go against whoever you're going against, you need this much money or this much, these weapons or whatever to take on you on your mission. That's all you take with you on your body. 
You can kill someone and take their crypto, take their, their weapons, take their stuff. They can do the same to you. But they will only take what you have on your body. They will never take your full bolt, right? So you're, you're all of your stuff that you've played countless hours to get. Um, when you're playing these different things, have I come out with exactly how it's going to be, whether it's going to be teams and stuff like that? I don't want to say yes or no. Um, when I sit down with the game dev and actually go into these details with the, with the game developer plus, I'm going to be honest with you. The community is really going to have a huge say in this game. So what I, in my vision right now, what I have, I have certain parameters, but if the community, these people that are like the, the core community that have been around since the beginning, if they tell me I would rather this than that, then that's what it's going to be. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I'm a firm believer that if, these people have been around, these people are hardcore gamers, they've been around from the beginning, they should definitely have a say in the game. And I'm going to listen to them, you know? Gotcha. Now, the characters in the game, are you guys using uh, human-based 3D models that you're scanning and integrating it into the game? Or is this going to be um, more like animated that's going to be made through digital art? And that's what you're going to incorporate. No, they're going to be most likely 3D human. Because any demigod, all the demigods are going to be a human mostly if someone sends us photos or however they ever send us the 3d right we're gonna get that model and then we're gonna put it into the game do a whole 3d version and then put put that custom avatar into the game now what we have if a guy gives me let's just say the guy's a, he's a board ape holder and he wants his board ape on the game as his custom character then he's gonna have a damn ape that's and he's gonna have a mask of an ape and it's gonna have his number of his board ape or Doge Pound, or Blue Chimp, or whatever you want to represent in the game, that's who you are. That's going to be your flex. That's going to be your representation, your connection to, the, to that character. So when you're on that scoreboard, and you're top six, top seven, everybody's going to know either who you are, or who that character is that you decided that you wanted to, to make your 3D avatar. So I would actually be able to use like my nerdy-looking uh, middle school graduation photo. 100%. I was pretty fucking nerdy looking. <laughs> hey, listen, but sometimes the nerds are the, are the most killers. I've learned that. <laughs> in the game, at least. <laughs> Someone that looks like the nerdiest, they, they're going to be a sniper in the game and they'll kill everybody. No matter how you look, man. I learned that in real life and in the video game, both. <laughs> so when I was going through your uh, going through your Discord, it mentioned something about dog tags. What what do the dog tags consist of, and how is that incorporated into this? The dog tags are just the minting. That's what you're going to get, right? So when you mint, um, it's that's going to be the what you end up getting when you mint. So if you mint, let's say, a legendary, you're going to end up getting a dog tag, and that dog tag is going to say legend, it's going to say premium or standard, right? So for, you're going to take that dog tag, and then you're going to introduce it to the builder, um, and then that builder is going to be like, oh, it's, it's going to obviously recognize it, right, in the, the blockchain. And it's going to say, this is a legend. Okay, here, here are your options of what you want to do, Brrr, whatever you want right now. If you get both of them, both legendaries, right, and you end up coming with a demigod, then th that process is going to be a little bit more um, detailed in regards to we're going to have to get um, whatever images that you're going to provide to us. And, you know, and that process is going to take a little bit longer uh, because obviously if you're giving us, let's say, three or four photos of the front side of your face, or if you're going to give us an image, whatever image it is, we have to build that image, you know, into a 3D model rigged avatar. So, uh, you know, it's a little different. Understood. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's start going through your roadmap a little bit and uh, we'll talk about 
what type of community benefits people are going to get uh, during the whole minting process. So during the uh, the ten percent, twenty percent, forty percent, and fifty percent, it says on the roadmap that you're going to be giving away limited edition boxing gloves, brass knuckles, blades, and uh, shadow plates. Play cards, now, yeah. Yeah. So h- how is that going to work? Is this going to be like physical, yes. uh, physical boxing gloves that you're going to be sending out mm-hmm. to holders? So oh, it, it is. Yeah. Every single one of those products are an actual physical product signed by me, limited edition and numbered, right? With a certificate of authenticity, and it's actually going to be attached to an NFT. So not only are you going to get the physical product, but you're also going to get a 3D, a 3D uh, render of it, and that 3D render of it is going to actually be able to have, it's going to have utility in the game. Any of those 10, and those will be the only 10 that I will be giving away. So if it's a knife, for example, the blade that you get, once you get it, you say, okay, now I have a real blade, obviously. And it's going to be, you know, all the certificate, everything it's going to be. That's going to be your gift, right? And then the actual NFT is what you can actually introduce into the game. And that blade will have more of a level, you know, it'll be three or four levels higher than a regular knife. You know what I mean? Uh, because it's, it's just going to be rare. Um, and then, all of the products that I'm giving away, all even the play carriers, are going to have that same utility in the video game. I wanted to, I wanted, I'm, I'm, I wanted to give something physical away, not just NFTs, you know. So I couldn't find a way to do it, and I was like, you know what? Let's just give this physical stuff away, and take, and it's an NFT. And later on in the game, if you if you don't want it anymore, you don't want that NFT, you sell it. You know what I'm saying? Or you can rent it out. You know, so you're gonna be able to make money on it regardless because it's it's yours. Yeah, I, I absolutely love when you get physical pieces tied in with NFTs. That's seriously like maybe I'm old school and I'm, uh, you know, that's just something. I, I like to physically be able to touch something as well as like actually having a piece of art. So in my yeah. in my head, you know what I see? I see people playing the game on streaming or whatever, and they're wearing and they're wearing the plate carrier. Oh, they're they're holding the knife or they're holding the brass knuckles in their hands. You know what I'm saying? I think that's really really cool. You know, uh, to to be able to say these are the brass, you know, these are, you know, limited edition, only 10 ever made and only 10 NFTs ever made for the game. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I think that's it. for me. I'm, I'm like you, man. I'm old school. I, you know, I want to touch and hold something sometimes, you know. Yep. Same here. Um, so at 60 percent, you're going to be giving away 10K uh, to 10 different a uh, thousand bucks to each of uh, 10 people. Yes, sir. Um, how, how are you going about doing this? Is there going to be uh, you guys doing like a wheel spin, a random number generator? How, how is it going to go about the, I, the selection? I, yeah, it, I, it's probably going to be most likely random. It's just going to be all of random. So it'll be like a wind spiel. Where everything that we do is, is going to be on the Discord. So we'll we'll have I'll have my community manager set it up to where it'll be boom, and this is the name. Okay, drop airdrop. Then this is the name. Boom, just like that. You know, uh, try to make it as as how do you say that? Um, where there's no like questions about it, you know what I mean? To make sure nobody thinks, oh no, I gave it to this guy, his friend, or this friend, or whatever they may be. You know, everybody has a chance. Awesome. So then you're giving away 60, 60 trips to to the real world weekend adventure. Yes, sir. What, what do you think, Tony? <laughs> Tell me about this. Are you getting sixty people tied in on this? Yeah. So the way that we're doing it is, I'm going to be doing um, six classes of ten people, ten ten person class. Right, it's gonna be a weekend adventure with me. You're gonna be able to, well, you know, you you fly in that Saturday. We'll have a full day at the range. You'll do a full pistol 101 class with me, where you're gonna learn how to shoot a gun, run, and get behind cover, and do all this cool stuff. 
all this tactical training. Um, then we'll have, you know, lunch and dinner, you know, have dinner and, uh, you know, I'll pay for a course. Then we're going to end up Sunday. We're going to do like a paintball excursion where you have a, a chance to, um, to shoot the fuck out of me, I guess, and to try to kill me on paintball. <laughs> we'll have teams, you know, two teams of five and we'll go back and forth and have a good time. Uh, the goal for me on that, I wanted to, I wanted to meet the people, man. I just wanted to meet have a chance to meet some of the people that support the project that are core founders of this project and, and shake their hand. You know what I mean? Shake their hand and spend some actual, you know, real time with them. It's not just about talking on a discord or talking in an AMA. Sometimes it feels good to take a picture with somebody and you're able to put your hand on their shoulder or, or you train them and you see what they do. And, and you see it. If nobody's ever shot a gun before you, you get them in the beginning, and at the end of the day, they're like, man, I, I never thought I would do something like this. You know what I'm saying? And it's for some people, it definitely is life-changing, you know? And I want to I wanna be able to provide that to some some people that, that support this project. That's really kick-ass that you're getting that close with your uh, your community. I uh, I think that's really awesome. A lot, a lot of the NFT projects out there, you don't know who you're buying from. You don't know if it's legit, you know? So it's nice that your team is doxxed. And it's nice that you're doing things like this community um, on the Discord. You you do a lot of stuff daily with your community. I see Trivia Tuesday, Wellness Wednesday, Cutthroat Thursday, and then you have your Weekend Warriors. So you're really, really trying to get like alongside the people and let them know that you're 100% serious about what you're doing. Yeah, we try, man. I mean, I'm on the Discord every single day, personally. I'm on the Discord every single day, and I say hi to everybody. I talk whenever people have questions, you know. Um, Josh Laflame, he's uh, he's our community manager, super good dude, um, great guy. He's always on there all the time. And um, bro, if I'm not on there talking to everybody and assuring everybody, hey, we're still in this, we're in this together, then it, what's the point, right? What's the point? Because you have how many how many discords have you been in that you don't even hear from the the founder? You never even talk to the main core people. You have a couple of mods and, and one or two admin and everybody else, you don't even know who they are. They're not even, they're ghosts, man. They're ghosts. And that's not right. You don't, you don't do that. You know, you don't, you know, I've been on crypto uh, discords before and telegrams where to get them to do an AMA, I try to do at least one or two AMAs a week with, with my people to just keep them updated, you know? And uh, bro, I've been on where they don't even do one in, in, in a month. And if they do it, they, they it's like 20 minutes. They talk real quick and they bounce. You got to give it, people a chance to ask questions, man. Every, it's, this is everybody's money's involved in this, you know? So if your money's invested into something, you want to know what's going on. And I feel it. Have you decided on the floor, floor price of these NFTs? Um, we have a good, a good idea of what the floor price is going to be. The floor price, well, the floor price of the, of the Genesis collection is going to be different than our our, our main launch, obviously, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to say anything just yet because our team has to come to a final conclusion and we haven't come to one yet, mainly because of, you know, how crypto is right now. Um, and how the, how everything is going on now with that. So we're deciding on that factor, you know, cause I, I, I want to make it affordable. You know, I want to make it to where your average police officer, blue collar worker, your nurse or whoever has been following me for a long time is going to be able to afford it i don't want to go in there with a crazy with a crazy you know set price on there either you know what i mean so we're debating on that 
Are you the first one out of your close group of friends that is getting involved in the NFT project? 100%. <laughs> I, yeah. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There isn't anybody. So do your buddies think you're a little bit nuts for doing this, or do they kind of look at you like you have two heads? Well, you know what's funny is that if I'm doing something, usually my buddies are like, tell me again what you're doing. Let me, let me learn that right quick. Because they know how I am. Like, if I'm, in, if I'm in something or if I'm all in on something, usually they know that within a year or two years, something's going to happen with it, you know? Um, I do what I say I'm going to do. So when I tell, you know, actually, as a matter of fact, um, Tag Gas Fuel Brand, which is the actual company that contracts all of the Call of Duty characters, right? They are the ones who are in charge of making all the looks, making everything. They're literally the, the, the backbone of Call of Duty. Uh, I was just got off the phone with him today and he was, and I was like, Hey, you ready? Eight months. You, re you ready to start working? And he's like, Hey, I'm down, man. Let's do it. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't even know what an NFT is. <laughs> he was like, NFT, yeah, I heard about that. I heard something about it. You know, he's a military guy too, force recon guy, special operations dude, you know, but he's made a name for himself doing, doing the gaming stuff. Very cool. If uh, we have a lot of people in here and I know you have an AMA coming up. So if anybody has any questions, or uh, just wants to give a shout out, please uh, speak up if you're in a speaker box or if you're down bottom, raise your hand and I'll bring you up here so you can talk to Tony. Oh, yeah, man. So you brought up um, Escape from Tarkov. That's kind of like a gamer's game. It's interesting that you uh, styled your, your project around such like an, an incredible and beautiful game. While you yourself not being such a, a gamer, um, what is your connection to Escape from Tarkov? It's you know, you know what, you know why I like it, because it's very realistic. It's very, I, I, I've always been, I, I, I want to try to bring as much real world into my game as possible, right? Without obviously making it to the point where it's like rate, you know, rated to the, you know, it's too too bad rated where a young kid can't play it. But I like the fact of. The looting. I love. I like the fact of the the bounty hunting and and you know all these different bounties and all that. And I did a lot of research on that game. It was brought to my attention some months ago when I first started the project. And I'm not gonna lie. My, I have a close friend of mine that was a huge gamer and, and escaped from Tarkov. And we talked about it. And I did a lot of the research. I said, "Wow, this is good. This is good stuff." You know what I mean? Now it's not gonna be exactly like that game, but the mentality behind it, I like it a lot. And and you know, I wanna. Mix, mix some stuff in there of escape, you know? Um, also, um, so, crap. <laughs> crap. Um, oh, I'll come back to you. Sorry. Hey, I, I have Aiden, while you think of your question, I just want to say thanks for all of uh, your time and I think your contributions and what you're doing for all your projects are really awesome. Appreciate it. Thanks for your service, too. I oh, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. So, Tony, what blockchain are you guys? putting the game and everything on uh well we're, the dev keys are going to start off on ethereum because of the longevity of the project obviously we need you know it's got to be on ethereum i hate gas fees with a passion um but actually we're working we're working on something right now and it, it's coming hopefully where the, the gas fees are going to be I can't, I can't talk about it much but it's not going to be the regular gas fees that people are used to out there our our actually our our dev is working something really good right now where our, our actual um, minting is going to be a lot less for the gas fees. But for the actual game itself, we're going to be bridging it into a, a, another another platform just because of the gas fees and issues. 
right? Because if you go back and you want to change your armor and you want to do all these different things, it's just going to be too much gas for you to be doing all that. So I don't want to give a confirmation, but Polygon's looking pretty good. But no, no, for sure. <laughs> nothing, nothing set in stone. All right. Very cool. Anybody have anything for Tony? If you want to come up, say hi. Aiden, uh, if you're... Oh, yeah. So I got it. I just wanted to say... Um, if I could combine any game with Web 3.0 and NFTs, it would 100% be Escape from Tarkov. And I just think that's like probably one of the most revolutionary ideas in terms of NFT gaming that I've come across in quite a while. Uh, I just want to say that. Oh, and I, I do this you. all day. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'm trying, man. I'm, it's, it's, you know what? It's hard to, to uh, bring something to the table that's never been done, right? So we're so new in this space. Nobody's built a game like that yet um, in, the, you know, in the play-to-earn realm. So there's so many possibilities. There's so many things that you could do that it's – that's why I wanted something just out there. You know, you, you know, you aim for the stars and you land on the moon. You know what I'm saying? And um, I'm sure with our community and with some of the people that I have uh, in this project that uh, it's, it's going to be fucking insane. It's going to be insane. Yeah, so the the point of Escape from Tarkov for anybody that doesn't know is that you so you you have like your home base where you're safe, you're not in a fight, and then there's a a world that you enter with a bunch of other people. And you can go loot and not fight anybody and and come out or you can go uh fight for the drops and um fight other people for their loot. Um and I think the beauty behind it is that it's a, it, it's a, an incredibly balanced game. And that's the whole thing about it is like all the loot is balanced. So in terms of NFTs and rarity, it's 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 the best best game type that you possibly can go for. I just wanted to let everybody know. Yeah, if you guys haven't looked it up, you definitely got to look up the game and look at look look at the structure of that game, and it's pretty fucking cool. So uh, Tony, yes. oh, go ahead, Greg. Yeah, I just had a quick question, Tony, about uh, you said something about the vault, which I thought was pretty interesting because, I, you know, that movie Ready Player One, mm -hmm. it, apparently in the movie, if they, they go away, they lose everything. Is Did you kind of stem that idea from that movie? Yeah, so I that movie, if, if I, I've probably seen that movie about 15 times since we started this project. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great movie, yes, you know, me too. It's it's revolutionary, uh, you know, and the mentality behind it, behind it and, and all that is literally what we're going into in the next five to seven years. I'm, I'm a huge believer in that, right? Um, so the mentality was, how do you get people to play a game, right, where they can make money, lose money, but it isn't going to destroy them morally, right? Or destroy them to the point where they're risking everything, you know, because the risk is when you get into the game and you're risking every single time. It's almost like you're bet It's almost like gambling. Because you go into that game, and depending on how good you are, will depend will depend on how much money you make, right? If you're not good, you may lose some money. But if you're a really good player, you may make some money. And you you can only go so far with that in my brain, right? Like you can only bet what you can when you can what you can lose. So with the vault issue, I wanted people to be able to play the RPG game and to build their character. They're willing to play six or eight hours a day. They're builder characters, their abilities, they get all this stuff, they get all these things. And now these are all things where like they're sitting down in their chair, you know, you can see them and I can see them in the vision as I see them in that video game where their character is sitting down in like a kingdom throne and they have all these guns in the background and they got their cars in their, in their garage off to the right, the three or four vehicles. 
they got all their freaking cash or their crypto on the on the left side, you know what I mean? And you go in there and you look at this stuff and you can see all of your hard work right on that screen. So when you go play That's the game, just really cool, man. Right? So when you play the game and you actually now you're playing the game, you say, Well, today would it would it would be like in a real operation, right? Going into an operation, I, I didn't take everything that I had. I didn't take all of my guns. I didn't take my whole arsenal. I didn't take everything. I took exactly what I needed for that op. I took two guns. I took this. I took that in real life, right? So the game is going to be like that. You say, well, this is this is what I want to I want to use today. I know that I have to go here, here, and here. I'm going to take this, this, and this, and this is how much money I need, and this is how much water I need, and this is the supplies that I need. Let me take those things only. So for whatever reason, you do get killed. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be like, wow! I just lost everything I've been worked so hard for. You know what I mean? And that was the whole, like, the the vision that I had for this vault, for this empire. You build your own little empire there, and you know, you're you're safe there. That's your safe zone, the green zone. You know? Yeah, I think great. Thank you, brother. So, Tony, yes. um, I I just wanted to bring to your attention. Uh, we're uh, our token. We're gonna launch uh, an nft marketplace soon okay uh one of the artists that's going to be minting with us he wanted to gift you he made a customized tony uh nft oh my goodness uh, we're gonna once once we start minting uh we're gonna send you one over for free and oh man uh, one we're gonna mint and uh we're gonna give away a portion of it uh, 50 percent of it we're gonna give away to a charity of your choice oh man that's awesome wow that's that's fucking awesome. You see that, that that's exactly why this community and this whole all these projects when there's good people behind them, this is going to be the difference. When you have real people that care, doing things, building communities, that's the difference between some of the other industries I've been in. A lot of the other industries I've been in, it's all about me, 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 right? It's all about how much money I can make. What can I do? You know, how how good do I look? How this, how that, right? This community, what I have come to realize in the last two or three months of being in it is that most people, for the most part, you know, you have your bad apples everywhere. But you do things to try to thrive and make other people and bring other people up or help other people, right? And and that's that's rough. I can tell you, man, that's, that's huge. I appreciate you. Thank you very much for that, man. It's going to be awesome. Uh, yeah, the uh, the NFT community is definitely something special. You don't really see so many people that are all doing the same thing that aren't cutthroat and they're all just trying to help each other. And it's it's a beautiful thing. I mean, and like you know, Blue Chimps is a good buddy of ours. Like we we met recently, and uh, you know now we're you know we're always getting each other's backs. You know that that's really what it's all about. You know, everybody wants everybody to win. Nobody wants anybody to lose, and it's that's killer. Yes, that's huge. That's big. The competition factor. Uh, I could tell you the only thing that I, I, you know, coming in, you know, being honest, like coming in, there are a couple of people that they since they were here when the when it first started, they're a little bit uh like they want to hold their position. If you understand what I'm saying, kind of like oh, if they have this, you know, they're entitled to to hold that, you know, ordeal. But other than that. The majority of people that I've dealt with are super, super nice people, man. Everybody's very nice and welcoming and stuff like that, you know. So I really, I, I can't say enough good things about about uh, you know, this the NFT world. I could say right, the NFT industry. <laughs> and it's gonna be interesting to see how things go into the metaverse. 
because that's really gonna that's just gonna be crazy, insane. Oh, by the way, Tony. Um, so I I'm doing a a 3D scanning project where I scan people and upload their digital replications into the metaverse. Um, Blue Chimps was saying you were thinking about going to the uh, San Diego NFT festival. Um, nobody said anything. Oh, I, I sorry about that. That was a miscommunication. Uh, I said that the uh, the first responders from uh, Challenge Coin will be there. So that's oh, what I was talking okay. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. He, well, he, but, he's in the he's in the Challenge Coin project or in oh, their Discord, oh, but I was oh, talking okay. about the the guys that spoke with them about right. uh, their NFTs. I, I didn't um I didn't even know about that. I'm, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. When is that? When is that supposed to be? Yeah, we're we're having a convention in uh, San Diego in April. Uh, the the NFT community is all in on it. Uh, Aiden Rich will be scanning people into the uh, into the uh, metaverse there at the convention. But the uh, Blue Chimps are having a beach house party. We'll be there with the Challenge Coin guys, uh, a nice. bunch of first responders. Yeah, a bunch of military personnel. I might yeah, just we were, pass by. I might yeah, just pass by. <laughs> it's going to be beautiful. We got we got a big beach house going to be off the chain. Uh, we're we're going to have uh, a big presence at the convention. It's going to be a packed house. Uh, in April in San Diego, it's going to be just gorgeous. Uh, I got yeah, a question. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Go ahead. Um, uh, Tony, you've been following me for a while. Um, I'm, I'm really, you have no idea how happy it makes me uh, here when um, um, we can play, you know, uh, or get into this this game. Like, I'm the only reason why I'm into it is because of you, bro. So I'm trying to, you know, still figure it out the whole thing. And, um, uh, you know, the warrior alliance uh that i'm following on you know uh in the gym and everything um which i'm trying to get more into on that uh is there any i got an app i got an app dropping by the way in january so you're going to be able to do all of the online training everything on that app it's a complete custom app i'm working on just to let you know nice so whatever programs you have yeah you'll be able to follow it on the app it's going to have all the videos everything everything on there so Right. Sorry guys, that's a fit, that's on the fitness side. <laughs> um, with, uh, with that, is there like a little incentive um, for the people that that on the fitness side will get to have for the this uh, metaverse uh, NFT? A hundred percent. If you hold an NFT, you will have a free uh, lifetime membership to all my online trainings and the membership program and the app, and you have a free lifetime membership to my gym in Miami, Florida. All right. Well, there's a reason to go to Miami then. Sweet. There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Yeah. Peace it. Aloha. Absolutely, brother. Everyone. Tony, go ahead. Tony, before you moved in, or uh, before you actually, sorry, uh, came into the space, uh, we're we're talking a little bit about your community in Discord, uh, and I was just kind of sharing with everybody, you know, my personal experience. Uh, you know, I went into the Discord. Ever the community was like, hey, you know, very welcoming, cool people. Uh, talked a little bit about the Challenge Coin project. You know, it seems like you have some military personnel in there, uh, maybe some active first responders, and and mm -hmm. talked about how they, you know, just jumped over to the Challenge Coin project, and now they've been helping onboard first responders, like they're helping them. Yeah, you know, I think one of your guys is over there. He uh, he, you know, made a easy little write on how to, uh, you know, set up a crypto wallet and like really cool like cool people you know it seems like uh have you had a uh you know 
what's your experience been like, you know, onboarding people from the gaming world into crypto or has it been, have you seen kind of a bottleneck there? Um, I could tell you uh, the gamers always, they're, they're very, it's like a niche community. So you're going to get two types of gamers. You're going to get a, a gamer that knows who I am. It's been following me for a long time and they were really happy for me to come onto the gaming world. Right. So pretty much they know me. Right. So they know anything that I'm going to do. I'm going to put my entire brand on the line. I'm going to put my reputation, everything on the line. Then you have your other gamers where they're, they'll come at you with like 75 questions of gaming stuff. You know, um, <laughs> they, they're going to literally like interrogate you on all the game and the, spe- the specifics of the game and all of that. I love them both. The more questions I get, the, the, the better I become, right? Uh, everything to me is transparency. So if I don't know an answer to something, because I'm not a game developer, if I don't know the answer to something, I'm going to tell you straight up, man. I'm going to be like, look, I, I don't know the answer to that. I can find out from somebody who knows the answer for that, and I'll get back to you. You know, because I just, I, I don't know enough about game development to, to answer some of the questions. You know, because I've had guys ask me about the servers, you know, before what servers we were going to do it on and this and that. And I've had to go back a few times already and, and, and get with my team and be like, okay, listen, these guys are asking me questions. I got to have something for them. I want to have something for everybody. You ask a question, I want to have the answer for you, you know? But sure. It's it, you know? Yeah. It seemed, it seemed like, you know, just to kind of touch on your community a little bit, you know, when I, the time I've been in there, it seems like, you know, you got a pretty solid community. Uh, seems like everybody's really good people, like engaged, uh, so kudos to you on that, man. Like your community is solid. So. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm a trying. big deal. You know? you know, it's hard. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's hard to bring your regular, or they call them normies, right? Now they call them normies now. Your normies that don't know anything about NFT, and they know a little bit about crypto, but not huge. They're not big crypto people. Like they may dabble in crypto here and there, a couple hundred dollars or maybe a couple thousand dollars. Um, it's hard to get them to to make them understand what an NFT is how valuable it can become and and under making them understand it's a digital asset and you own it and, and all these different things. But we're trying, you know, my community, I, I tell my people all the time, because there's no, so we've had people come in that are military guys and they're like, yo, I'm in here. I want to be part of this, but I don't even know what to do. <laughs> I don't even know what a MetaMask wallet is. I don't know what anything is. I need people to, to like, you know, steer me in the right way. So we've been having, trying to get some people that, that, that know the stuff, go in there, explain it to them. Give them the 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 you know a little bit of feedback. Hey, look, this is what you need to do. Bang, 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 and you give some explanations and stuff. And yeah, I really can't. My people in Discord are awesome, man. They're they're really everybody's awesome. No complaints there. You know, thank God for the fact that NFTs are branching out into things like music, video games, metaverses. Because when I was trying to explain to people originally, like that, like a a crypto punk is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars and they saw what it looked like they really looked at me like i was a fucking nutcase and and i mean like it it makes sense to me because it's an investment but when i try to tell this to somebody and they're like my seven-year-old could have drawn something like that it's hard for people to grasp it so at least now we have more uh things that people are used to like a video game where people kind of relate it to an xbox or to a playstation or something like that so i think we're going to start getting a lot more mass adoption especially from people that are gamers that necessarily aren't into the crypto space yet so i think we're we're making progress we're we're going step by step and eventually we're going to be running 100 percent. i i i could tell you this once these kids 
realize that they can make passive income or make a lot of money playing video games and they don't have to be famous, they're going to find a way to buy that NFT and play that game and make money, especially international, especially international. I mean, yeah, especially international because if they can say, man, I can play this game and make more money playing this game than any other job out there. Look at Axie Infinity, all the people in the Philippines that they are, the, the scholarship programs that they have, that they're making more money playing a video game than, than their parents and their parents before them. And, you know, it's insane, you know, and if Axie Infinity can do it, anybody else can do it. It's just a matter of doing it the right way, you know? Yep. Go ahead, Greg. You know, it's, it's interesting in, in, in doing that. Do you believe that uh, some people actually uh, become famous for basically their avatar that they use and not the person who's playing? You know, let's say you, they uh, so yeah. if they played so well enough and they had their, you know, they had their character or their, their oh, NFT. Or their, their own custom, right? Yeah, their own custom to be famous 100%. because they're so good. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yes. 100%. 100%. Because now you're talking about this kid is playing, it's him. It's not anybody else. If he has a custom character or a custom avatar playing that game and the guy's famous, he's he's got more kills and more uh, money and more cars and, than anybody else, or he's, let's say he's top five. And on that roster, that his NFT is the, the first one that you see there and his avatar is the one, everybody's going to know who that kid is. Especially if the game get, gets mass adoption. When you're talking about... It's pretty you know, imagine, interesting. Yeah. yeah, you imagine... the. the you know, let's just say it's 10% of what Call of Duty is, right? 100 million. Let's say you have 10 million people playing. 10 million people playing, knowing who you are and knowing your NFT, that's like having 10 people, 10 million people on Instagram. Same concept. True. Right? Very true. In your world, right? That's his industry. That's his world. This game is, is his world. So when he does go to a convention and when he does go to these places, when those people go back to his Twitter account or to whatever account he has, and he's a badass in that game. You know, people are going to recognize him just the same, just for being who he is. And he doesn't have to have a million followers on Twitch. He didn't have to build it. You get me? He just had to do be really good at the oh, game. Yeah. And then it's at pretty, the same time, he's making money. Pretty cool. Yeah. And and that was the thing with me is I understand what that is. I understand because people recognize me when I'm eating at a restaurant for Call of Duty because the entire the entire wait staff plays Call of Duty together. As a team, you know, eventually in our lifetime, we're going to see a pixelated dinosaur NFT be the main focal point of like a McDonald's commercial. Just watch. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Sounds so silly, but it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen because this stuff just keeps They're putting, they're putting bored apes on shoes. They're putting, you know what I mean? They're like all these NFTs that are worth all this money you're going to know that NFT or whatever, that famous NFT is going to be, when someone sees that, they're going to associate that with $3 million, $4 million or whatever it may be. And if, that, if a McDonald's puts that board ape on a 3D and he walks into the McDonald's and he has that number on it, they're going to know, oh, that's the one from this guy. This guy yep. owns that one. You know what I mean? 100%. 100%. So what was the what was the biggest obstacle that you had uh, getting into NFT? The fact that I'm an influencer. <laughs> Literally, you think, you think it yeah. would have been easier if people didn't really know who you were? Yeah, yeah, it would have probably been a little bit easier, just because people are so very skeptical. 
So when I've contacted some people, like, you know, when you make contacts for marketing and stuff, you know, the project, and they, the minute they find out, oh, he's an influencer, no, we're not, we're not working with him. Because those people don't want to work with an influencer because they've been scammed in the last three or four months by some celebrity or influencer. You know what yeah. I mean? And I yeah. can tell you, I know a couple of them personally who I know exactly what they did. I know exactly how they did it. You know what I mean? These, these influencers, it's really easy for them, man, to leverage their, their following, right? They have three or four million followers on there. They get, uh, they get two or three guys in the industry. In the beginning, obviously, now it's a little bit harder, but they'll get two or three guys in the industry to vouch for them, right? Uh, who actually think that their project is a legit project. They get an investor. They don't even invest their own money, man. They get an investor. They, they front up, the, the investor fronts it up for them. You know, and he takes a, they take a percentage. So they, they don't, guys, I want to explain something to you. When, when you're an influencer, 90% of the things that you do, you don't have any risk. So it doesn't matter to you, right? You can say, I want to do this project. You're going to have three or four guys lined up to leverage your following, however many followers you have, and say, yeah, this is, this is a no-brainer. How much you need? Oh, give me uh, 500K. Okay. They give them 500K and say, we'll split it 50-50. So the influencer doesn't put up, he doesn't put up a dime. He makes two or three posts, sells out the project, collects, you know, two or three million dollars. And then from that project on, whoever was that team, they run the rest of the project and they bounce out. And that's it. It's that simple. Yeah. No risk at all. You know, the big difference on my end and it's because the money that I've invested and I made sure that I did it this way, it's my money. It's my hard earned money. You know what I mean? And my partners, obviously we don't have yeah. investors. And I even had two or three because of the game, right? They're, they want to come into the game and I, and I kind of want to stay away from that as well, you know, because investors, when you get investors, the only thing they care about is a bottom dollar. For me, the number one thing and the number one priority is the game and the community. Those two things. The community's got to be standing behind the project that they have to, they have to like the project, number one, or like the game. And number two, to come out with the best possible game known to man, right? Those two things. Nothing else at the end of the day to me really matters and for say to money, right? When you have an investor, an investor will only care about the money. He gives you 2.5 million. He wants 3.5 million in a year. So whatever heads you got to cut, whatever corners you have to cut, that guy will literally be like, I don't care what you got to do. I want my 3.5. And that's where you start having problems because then you got to start finagling, wiggling. What are we going to do here to make sure this guy has his money at the end of the time and to get a game out quicker and to get the game out, people making money and to build the, the character of the game, the game will suffer. And I don't want the game to suffer because short term. Yeah, it's great. It's making money long term. It's going to be a, sh a shit show. You know, yeah, short money. Yeah. And when you're putting your name to it, I mean, why would you really want to put out like an inferior pro project? One hundred percent shitty. Like if I put my name to something, I want it to be the best of my ability. Personally, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. And everything, every product that I've ever put out, every single limited edition product, plate carrier, knife, whatever it is may be, I always try to give you the best, the best possible product for the most affordable price. Because that's always big. Because obviously, the people that I'm catering to and the people that follow me are all blue collar workers. They're all making between fifty thousand a year to, to 100, 120, 130,000. So I can't if I come out with a signature rifle or whatever, I can uh I can't offer that rifle for three thousand dollars. If I come out with a signature knife, can't offer that knife for five hundred bucks. Nobody in nobody in the people that support me are gonna are gonna be able to afford it. You know? Yeah. So that that's what it comes down to.
So uh, Tony has an AMA with Blue Chimps in 30 minutes. So we're going to do one last question from Aiden Rich, and then we're going to uh, wrap it up, give Tony a little break so he can, you know, kind of defrag his brain a little bit and get ready to get his brain refragged by the Blue Chimps. So uh, Aiden, go ahead. You're the last one up. Um, hey, so I, I, I just want to say, like, you're obviously a man of your word. Man, you have... Uh, don't take it. You have 204 followers, and I know that you're one social media post away from having like tens of thousands. Um, and you haven't done that, and I know that's for a reason. And I think it's really beautiful. Um, and I just want to, I just want to say if thank you, notice, you. If you listen, if you go and you notice, if you were to go on there, which this is going to bite me in the ass, but if you click in real world tactical on Twitter, nobody has it. I don't even have it. That's my brand. That's my name. So somebody's going to type it in now and put it probably going and take it, right? I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to come into this space as real world tactical. I wanted to come into this space as Tony Setmanoff. And I did it on purpose. Because real world tactical is a brand. It's a name. It's already established, right? I'm not established in this, in this industry. I'm not. I'm a nobody. I'm just another guy coming in here trying to create a project that everybody's going to love in the next six to eight months, next year, two years, and create a long-term project that can make the community, establish a good community and make community money. That has nothing to do with real-world tactical, right? That has nothing to do with my name, my thing. It's nothing. It's me being me and doing what I do. Now, if you look back at my past, yes, you're going to see what I've done is I have a good track record. But coming into a space, like when I went to Decentralcon in Miami, down here, I walked in, and I didn't know anybody. I went to the booths. I talked to people just like I did 15, uh, 12 years ago when I went to my first tactical show ever. I didn't know anyone. I gave cards out, shook everybody's hand like I was just a regular dude, and I plan on doing the same exact thing, proving myself in a space that I haven't been proven yet, and that's the goal. Um, yeah, so I, that's, I noticed that. I just think that's legendary. <laughs> that's legendary obviously um and i just was wondering like so you you probably talk with like a lot of you know people who have done a lot of cool stuff in their lives um and i think like you know i don't want to put something on you but it sounds like it, it you almost have to go talk to these people and spread your knowledge of the space because it's really so beautiful that like i think it's going to benefit the whole world like if 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 everybody can take your viewpoint of how this should go, like holy crap, like w there wouldn't be any problems in the NFT space and all these like crazy stories of horrible things happening, man. Like I, I just respect you so much from from, um, from what you're doing, and um, I, I would love if you if you. Well, I sure believe me, I'm trying. Honest, but... You know what? Believe me, I'm trying. I it's hard to talk to people. I would say like this, it's hard to talk to the older generation, especially the older money generation that doesn't really need the space that aren't like millennial. You know what I mean? Like that they weren't born um, in this era, right? That they're still stuck in the, in the older era. And those are the people with like older money, I guess you could say. Right. Um, but I do, I, anybody that I come, I come talk to or whatever. And especially people that ask me because now that people seeing that I'm promoting it on my page and stuff, I get a lot of DMs and I get a lot of people, just friends of mine, you know, 
um, that are like, hey, you're into that stuff. You know, what's going on? What's the deal? What are you doing? What's, you know, and I try to, you know, I try to give everybody as much information as possible. And the end of my every single time I talk at the ending, it is always, but you got to do your own research. But you got to do your own research, because <laughs> unless you dive in this and you really go in there and you start reading and, and, and you know, just going at least going on YouTube and listening to people that are already in the space talk what it is, what it's about, what, what are the possibilities, you're really not going to be able to get it off of conversation. You know what I'm saying? Well, Tony, um, I wish you the best of luck with this. and uh, really Appreciate you, brother. Thank you so much, man. Looking forward to awesome, everything. Awesome have... talking to you guys here. Yeah, Thank you. Um, guys, let's, uh, in th 25 minutes, Blue Chimps is going to have Tony on again, so please migrate over there. Uh, we can pick his brain a little bit more. Uh, follow Tony's uh, Tony's page on Twitter here uh, at W Alliance NFT. That's the project. Um, on there, you could go to the link tree, and then you could get into the Discord, connect with the community. Community's fantastic. Um, you can listen. Check this. Just make sure. Just check. There's not one more question. Anybody, if somebody has something real quick, we can just talk it out real quick here, because you know, just sure. to make sure. I don't want any. I don't want anybody left. With like a doubt if we don't get anybody cool then we'll move on i just want to make sure somebody's not just you know we've just been waiting this whole time you know okay awesome anybody else have a question you want to come up and ask tony nobody all right cool just want to make sure everybody got their you know, their questions answered awesome. all right so be before we wrap up um i i hate to put people on the spot but i'm going to put you on the spot real quick uh can you give maybe a, a 30 second little speech about people who are afraid or apprehensive to try something new like you're doing testing your boundaries oh wow <laughs> i gotta tell you this i've made a couple of decisions in my life that were the most risky that everybody told me that i was going to fail everybody told me that i was going to end up in a dumpster um nobody believed in me Everybody said that it was impossible what I wanted to do. And it was the best decisions I ever made in my life. Don't ever question yourself. Go into whatever you, whatever dream you have. And, and when I say dream, I don't mean a dream like you're dreaming all day long. I mean a dream that you actually put on paper, that you actually do something about. Because if I told you I've had a dollar for every single person that has told me I have a dream, I want to do this, I want to do that. And then I ask them, well, what have you done to make that dream a reality? Have you looked up something? Have you paid money to get an LLC? Have you done something to make it real? How much paperwork do you have on it? Right? And they have, no, I haven't. Then really, do you really want it? Then you're just going to be a dreamer the rest of your life. Take action. Number one. And number two, don't ever let anyone, I don't care if they're your family. I don't care if they're your mother. I don't care if they're your brother, your father. If you believe in yourself and you believe in your abilities and what you can do, then you don't need anyone else to believe in you. You can accomplish anything in this world. And I come from immigrant parents that had absolutely nothing. My parents were Cuban. We grew up with nothing in Miami. Grew up in the worst neighborhoods in Miami. After the Marines, I was actually homeless. I lived out of my car for two weeks. I had no money. And I'm here today in front of you. You know, and if I can do it, any of you can too. What yeah, I got. Hey, uh, Jumani had a quick question. Uh, yeah, do it. You got a second. Go ahead. 
thank you for uh, giving me the opportunity to ask question uh, i would uh, rather question i had a comment that uh, whatever you do uh, do it with passion and uh, you will be successful 100% i back that right there everything i do you have to have some kind of passion for what you do absolutely 100% you don't have to be perfect, but you're going to have to be a little passionate. Yes. And you're going to hit walls. I can guarantee you that. And you're going to make mistakes. But it's okay because we always, all of us make mistakes. I've definitely failed more times than I've succeeded. A hundred uh, times. If you, are not, if you are not making any mistakes, it means you are not learn, learning. 100%. You, yeah. you, learn by making, you learn by making mistakes. Absolutely. You learn to embrace it. Make the mistake, learn from it, then you work and you work and keep moving forward. And that's it. God, well, knows I've made so many mistakes. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm pretty good at making mistakes. Yeah, right. <laughs> I've right, never guys. made a mistake in my life. So I, I just want to thank you for coming out here and, and talking with our community. Um, I'm going to hit you up on WhatsApp later on tonight or tomorrow, and then uh, we'll figure out what we're going to do as far as minting this NFT and uh, setting it up with a charity of your choice. Uh, I don't know if you want to talk with your community and decide where you're going to. Uh, yeah, that's probably what I'm going to end up doing. 100%. But, uh, you talk know, to my people and then find out. I'm going to get like three, you know, I'll get like three or four of them, and then I'll say, hey, whichever one, you know, gets the most votes, you know, and then we'll do it that route. That'll right, be great, right. man. That'll be awesome. I want to talk to you too. So yeah, we'll hit up definitely about some uh, some spots. You know yeah, I mean? I'll message you later or, uh, or tomorrow because I know you got a busy schedule going on. And uh, yeah, yeah, we'll tomorrow. just talk to them. We'll figure out how things are going to go, uh, guys. Tony's going to be heading over to the Blue Chimps uh, AMA uh, very shortly in the next twenty minutes. Please, if you uh, have time, stick around, jump in there. And uh, Tony, once again, man. Thank you so much for coming out and talking to us. Take the time out of your schedule. Really appreciate it. Uh, w Alliance NFT. Follow it. Check the shit out. And uh, wish you the best of luck, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys, for having me on. It's been a pleasure and an honor.